0: Welcome to Unqualified Sports, where the unqualified athlete has the most qualified opinions. It's your boy, Unqualified Errol, a.k.a. And I'm doing a bankhead bounce right now. Plant-based Why Errol. Why are you bankhead bouncing? I don't know. I'm bringing oh, it back.
1: Oh, you trying to slam to the Saints. That's right. Bankhead yeah. is in Atlanta. Saints <laughs> lost to the family. I see you, dog. Can't fool me. Can't fool you. Can't fool me. Wow. Well, with no further ado, like <laughs> unqualified shot in it. the building. I don't want him to no wow, wild like you ain't mean to do it. You did that on purpose. Ooh, 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 ooh,
0: okay. <laughs> you're a dirty somebody, though. Hey, That's a hey I could be that. Dog. I could be that with a to Saints fan. Hey, shout out to, well, first off, before that, unqualified shot in the building. What's going on? My brother.
1: <laughs> well, I'm doing fine, bro. I'm here to point out all the uh, foolery, the Tom <laughs> Foolery that you be quick side
0: doing that the fans don't be catching well hey yeah well, shout out we'll to all shout out to all the Saints fans that wanted Ted, teddy bridgewater to get the game this weekend
1: <laughs> ah. God, <that's laughs> teddy. They, was, teddy. they was calling for bridgewater
0: teddy. <laughs> like it <laughs> wasn't like it was true fault they, was, they lost bruh. whatever. yeah bro i was like no, y'all tripping so what what did my co-worker said man Drew just probably needed to take a break. He been on a, a four-five week break. Why he need to take another one? That he needs to take a break. <laughs> Bro, shout out to that coworker too. I was too will cool, remain nameless things, until. Things you never, things
1: never here. Things never hear in the
0: world. <laughs> right, right. But look, man. Hey, you know some some crazy things been happening just in sports in general. I mean, and there's some things. Some of these things we probably won't get into. I mean, you got the the Houston uh, Astros. They cheating. To win, to win World Series and stuff. You got the the player. We ain't even discuss this, but you got the player from Memphis who then got paid, and now he all of a sudden ineligible. But honestly, the story of the week right now is Colin Kaepernick. The NFL has set up a workout, which they never set up workouts for individual players. The only type of workout they do like that is the NFL Combine. So this is the first time in history they they've set up. Uh, individual workout for a player this Saturday for Colin Kaepernick to work out for who who's committed at this moment it's 11 teams who's committed to actually going but they're going to provide video footage of the workout to all 32 teams the workout and the interview and from sources they're saying that they won't even ask him anything about kneeling About his protests or anything in the interview. Supposedly, the interview is strictly about football. This is an all football thing for Colin Kaepernick. Um, Before we get into any more of the minutiae and detail of it, what's your thoughts on this? Like, what you thought when you first heard this? Um, I think it's dope, man.
1: Shout out to Jay Z. I feel like he's instrumental in this process of making this happen the same person that they wanted to crucify when we first agreed to a deal with the NFL, called him a sellout and all this other stuff. But I think it's great, man. He deserves this. We all know he was blackballed. That's obvious at this point. And I don't feel like he had a fast shake. Apparently a lot of other people felt the same way, which is why this is even happening in the first place. I think it's good for the league. I think, uh, Everybody who who's having quarterback trouble right now, and even some teams that don't, should should kind of So I don't think it'll hurt. It won't hurt to, to go take a look and see what type of shape Colin is in, and give him the interview to see where his mind
0: frame is. I agree. Um, from my understanding, he's in good shape. Um, you know, he's he's posted videos of him uh, working out and still throwing the ball. He still has the Colin Kaepernick throw. I mean, he still has that same form. So I mean, I ain't seeing too much different. But that form got him to a Super Bowl. So I'm not judgmental of it either. Like some people would be like, well, he, you know, he poor form or whatever, whatever. But um, my thoughts initially was like, whoa. Like I kind of thought like you thought. Well, do Jay Z have something to do with this? You know, what's really going on? Uh, some people speculate that it, you know, it might have some type of uh, legal ramifications, where if they didn't do it, it was something was going to come down on the NFL. But I can just imagine the conversation going, just imagine the type of coverage you would get for this. Just imagine the type of publicity you would get for this. Not saying it's a publicity stunt in the sense of if it's fake or if it's real, but the NFL needs a new appearance, and I think this is one of their steps towards making people like them more. And so when you when you put this out there, even though a lot of people not gonna like it because it's Colin Kaepernick, but think about how you making they kind of solidifying Colin Kaepernick as the the individual that he kind of end up turning into as far as like being this iconic in a sense figure, or whatever. Because who who is this? This the he will be not only the first NFL player, but the first black man to ever have a single workout put on by the NFL. That's going to never – probably never happen again. So, Colin Kaepernick is just adding to his history. Probably not. You know, he adding to the history and the impact that he had. And when you look at it, the way the league is shaping out to be, and again, shout out to all the black quarterbacks that's dominating the league right now. Colin Kaepernick, not, he wasn't necessarily a forefather of the way – the style of play at this moment, but he definitely was somebody – as a, he was somebody that was uh, a stepping stone type person. So, um, I think I'm like you, man. I think it, I think it's dope for Colin Kaepernick. I think it's... Actually, I think it's kind of dope for the NFL. And it goes to show you when you start meshing with other people, you know, like Jay-Z, you can create some type of change and the change that we want to see. When like you said, people is knocking Jay-Z with Colin Kaepernick not playing. You shouldn't be doing that. And, you know, he, he'll relax like like Aaron Rodgers, and now we're starting to see some things coming to play. So, then it comes down to the question of who you think should pick him up. Yeah. I really don't know. I think
1: Denver will be a good good spot for him. They're in dire need of a quarterback, especially with Flacco going down. So, Flacco's done for the year. I think Denver can really use and, and talent-wise, the defense is really good. They're not far off, so I think that'll be a good spot for
0: him. That's the ideal spot I got as first thought. Yeah, I, I I can understand that pick. I wouldn't be surprised if somebody like New England get him because they just get everybody who they want. <laughs> like, so, but uh, as true. far as as far as ideally for, for to me and this is something that I'm still I'm still actually sitting here thinking about um who should get him but I was thinking one I, it's hard to go with certain teams like like I'm thinking the Jets cuz they really need a quarterback you thinking the, you think about teams that really need quarterbacks the Bengals um but you know that's who not, I think that's not. you know who I think should get him I'm going to oh. tell you who I think should get him and this ain't somebody no they I don't even think they have a representative going and they have one of these, quote-unquote, potential Hall of, Fame, Hall of Fame quarterbacks. And I think the Chargers should get him. I think the Chargers have a bad. new face. And they need some new energy in the place. Phillip um, Rivers, he's he's unathletic. And don't, unathletic quarterbacks, according to Tom Brady, still win Super Bowls. So that's not the point. But the right. change is coming. And uh, you need to be able to move around and make plays – With your your legs, as we see with Russell Wilson, uh, and we're going to get into Deshaun Watson, Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes, all these players, even Aaron Rodgers to some uh, some degree. Uh, You have to be able to move around. And Colin Kaepernick, I think, will be good. And they kind of in that limbo place where they kind of just need to be able to be good on offense because, let's just be honest, Phillip Rivers has been trash this year. Trash. So... Yeah. So I, that's. You need that to leave the point.
1: passing,
0: you Huh? <laughs> they need to leave the passing, y'all. But we all know that don't necessarily mean nothing if you're not winning no games. <laughs> or if you're making mistakes in big moments like he's been doing. I mean, a lot of games I'm watching him, like, man, what is, what is he even doing? Like, you would think that he would – he almost seemed unexperienced at times. But that's not that's neither here nor there. I would I would say the Chargers – then they got the black quarterback. They already got like some really good running backs. They can run that. That RPO will be serious with Melvin Gordon. It'll be serious. down there with Melvin Gordon, bro, and and Eckler. Yeah. So, uh, that that'll be the team I I would probably uh go with. Um, that's a good pick. You say what? Okay, that's a good pick. Yeah. yeah so, that. but I mean, like you said, they got eleven teams gonna be there, and just for the ones you know, if people don't know, the ones that did confirm being there is gonna be Arizona, Atlanta, Cleveland. Denver, uh, the New York Giants, Washington, Detroit, Miami, New England, the Jets, and Tampa Bay. Out of those teams, outside of Cleveland, you know they don't need him, I think, especially the style of offense, I think he'll be good at, with Cleveland too. I think he'll be good. New, I said – so? Huh? So? Yeah, I think so because they run a lot of RPO sets. Like, they
1: run RPO with, with no, Baker Mayfield, none of them like, hey, with, with young quarterbacks. I can't, see, I can't see Cleveland, like, the Jets drafting Darnold last year, investing so, so high of a draft. I can't see none of them bringing him in. It may happen, but I just
0: can't see it.
1: I agree. <laughs> I agree. Somebody like the Chargers, like you said, and I could see that with them trying to move on from Phillip Rivers. Somebody old, older, you know, I could see
0: that. Now Miami said they have they gonna be happy to be there. Flores spoke about it. He said he he he's gonna be happy to send a representative. Now that's that's just weird because you know the whole Kenneth Stills thing and that owner and all that stuff. So that one kind of stood out to me. Like why y'all even going? Because y'all were one of the teams that were vocally I was, opposing to Colin Kaepernick and what he stood for. So I don't know why they're going, but I think it's because of the, the coach, but. We'll, we'll figure that out. We'll figure that out as it goes. So, hopefully his workout goes well on Saturday. I wish they leaked the footage so everybody could see it, so we can see what he, you know, see what he's doing. Um, but in other news in the NFL, we got a huge game this week against two of the elite quarterbacks in the league, Deshaun Watson, Lamar Jackson, Texans versus Ravens, which is the ideal matchup of the week. Um, so, my first question for you, but, you know, because we're going to get into who we going to pick, so we got to talk about something else. My first question to you, if you could start, if you was to start a franchise and you had to pick out of one of these quarterbacks and both was available, who would you start your franchise with out of those two?
1: I would go uh Deshaun Watson. And not just because that uh, to knock Lamar, is just I saw more from Deshaun at this level, at this point. You know, I really don't have much of Lamar to go. I got, what, the second half of last year and the first half of this year? Yeah. So, by the season, by the season, I guess, from I have about a year's work. I, I always feel like year number two and year number three. Where, year number three is when a player comes to his own, year number two is when a person has the roughest time because they have all year one film on you now. that you have that's when it becomes difficult so I would go with Deshaun Watson just because he's still performing at a real high level at this time and he's further into his NFL career than Lamar Jackson,
0: right? what you got? well I can't say I wouldn't pick the same one but I think we need to make a case for both so I'm I'm not necessarily picking Lamar but I, I do want to make a case on why, why he could be picked uh, one one, I'm gonna be honest. I like to hear this man talk, and I like to hear him talk because I think you know we all have this cookie cutter way, you know, that they want that they want the quarterback, the leader of the team, to sound. And he just sound. He sound country. He himself, you know, and I think that's that can pass with with other people, but it don't necessarily pass over well with us, right? So like with with the media when it comes to like quarterbacks who talk, who speak like how he speak. So one I just like how he, I like how he speak uh because he's very confident in himself. He really don't give a damn what people think about him and I, I can appreciate that. But as far as on the field of play, he's not as bad he's not as good of a of a passer as Deshaun Watson, but I think he reads defenses well. I don't think he's as accurate, but I think he's Probably more athletic. I, I, I think it's clear that he's at more athletic than uh, Deshaun Watson. Maybe not by much, but I think it's like a understanding that he's probably more athletic than him. Um, he's faster. Um, he makes good plays. He can make plays with his feet. Like I say he's very, very smart. Uh, and, I mean, he took a team last year who nobody had any belief in into the playoffs. Um, I want to say they won their first game, right, against the Chargers. Didn't they beat the Chargers last year in the playoffs? Yeah. Um, so, him going into going into a playoff situation, having the parts to win a game, things like that. And even though, you know, he was just a rookie, we just seeing him, like you say, for the second time, um, really for a full season, I guess, as you say. So, it's like, you know, it's not that much to go off of, but just as far as how he's transitioned from college into the pros and how he wasn't even supposed to be as good as he is. And just his... From the last time we saw him in the playoffs last year to the way he didn't kind of developed over this season, because honestly going into this season I didn't think he would have, I didn't think he would, what I think he completing over sixty percent of his passes. I didn't see that, and that's not that's not the greatest in the world, but I, that's to me that's awesome for him because I didn't see that happening. Um, so I think I think he has the potential. I think both of them gonna be the faces of the league in these next. Three, four years, they're gonna be those faces. Like, just like now, we finally starting to really give him they go as far as how we talking about him. He's gonna electrify this league for a long time. Now, if you wanna say who, who could, who is, I don't even know if it's even. I can't even say he more electrifying to watch because I do not think Deshaun Jackson, Deshaun Watson does some stuff. But uh, yeah, but I, honestly, I would go with Deshaun Watson. And owner, and and to me, the only thing he really does a lot better than Lamar. Is accurately passed the ball, but I think I think yeah. just he's more proven of a winner than Lamar Jackson is up until this point. He's won a national. Yeah, even if you're going back to college, yeah. It's, exactly he's right about that. Exactly. So, and that could be due to coaching, because let's let's face it, uh, Lamar coach, Lamar's coaching college wasn't as good as Deshaun's coaching college, but Deshaun can dig you out of hell. And if he don't get you out of there, even if he gotta sacrifice his body for that, or his life for that, you at least know that he gonna at least be there for you. Like, and he didn't prove in that, and he just, you know, he he might not that might not be the Michael Jordan of football, but he's something extremely special. And I I I, I would probably start my franchise with Deshaun Watson as well. So in this game. You know, it's not just about the quarterbacks. Um, Who do you see has the advantage in this game? not saying that that, that's who you're going to pick to win, but who do you see maybe have the advantage in this game? I
1: would think um, I would lean toward probably the Texans as far as having an advantage because they're coming off of a bye week. Mm. And whenever you're coming off of a bye week, you know, You have an extra week to rest up, get healthy, and prepare for the opponent that you're facing. So I'm going to leave the edge to them. Not necessarily who I'm picking, like you said, but that's who I think has the edge just because from the scheduling standpoint.
0: Right, right. Right, I understand that. I I don't know. I kind of feel like the Ravens might have a little edge. And, you know, I'm always the one. I, I speak about that buy stuff often, right? I'm I always say the team coming off the bye. I done got burnt with that a few yeah. times. Oh especially this past week, which we'll get into but um that's just when you know football though.
1: Like if you know football, you know like coming off a of bye we uh when a team has a Thursday night game on a show we we know things like that. We always talk right. about
0: that. Right. But I think I think the Ravens advantage is the fact that they playing at home. And it's gonna probably be cold. Um and even though I don't I think Deshaun Watson can perform in cold weather it's just more so, I just think that's to the Ravens' advantage. The Texans play in the dome. The Ravens don't. Uh, They're they more accustomed to it. So, I think, I think if, if it had to have an advantage, cause I think they they fairly, they, they evenly match fairly. I, I don't think it's like one team is just way better than the other. I think the main maybe difference in their teams is the coaching. And who's to say – Bill O'Brien has been that horrible of a coach this year. I mean, they do—they have been in every game that they played just about. So, I don't know. We'll see. We'll yeah, make I, out. I didn't know there was five and one in the AFC, I think. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. they—they. They, I think
1: we're the only AFC team that did.
0: Yeah, <laughs> which is crazy. Which, before, is we get, crazy. before we get into these NFL upsets, we're going to get into this uh, college football upset. This LSU. Was yeah. it an upset? I think so. Yeah, I guess it was an yeah. upset. Man, was, had L- other, if you're not an LSU fan, you had Bama winning that game. Tua was coming in. Because LSU was
1: ranked higher. That's why I asked,
0: was it an upset?
1: Right, no. I'm, and Tua wasn't healthy. And Tua wasn't healthy, too. That's Tua.
0: another thing. I mean, in the first half, Tua didn't play that well. But Tua still showed everybody. I'm Tua... Tongue about tongue and a little volume, whatever his last name is. He showed everybody. It's
1: a tunnel vision. <laughs> two a Two <ton> <laughs> to a <ton> of <laughs> don't, don't name don't name this episode two a ton I'm
0: not. I'm not. I'm definitely not. They lost. He can't get no credit like that. They lost. He can't That's get true. that like that. That's true. So one thing I wanna highlight is um I don't know his first name. I just know his last name. But it's two two names. Uh, the running back for LSU. That's what I to said too. No, it e- 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 was edwards That was yeah. Dude carried LSU. Now get me wrong. We are gonna discuss Joe Burrow and Tour, but this running back and the Alabama running back did a hell of a job too. So it's nothing against uh, you know. You gotta... Oh yeah, no, Najee
1: Harris. Yeah. yeah, he he carried he carried Alabama in that sluggish sluggish first half and then.
0: In the beginning of the second half, he supposed to come back. To it. Definitely, definitely. Uh, it was 11, man. Uh, she she drew a comparison that he said he had been hearing to uh Maurice Jones Drew, which I thought was kind of accurate because he had a little guy, right? Uh, and he just was good. He was just good at you know at, at certain points. And I kind of, to me, he reminded me more of Ray Rice, or whatever. Uh. So, because he's just a little guy that can catch and he can run between the tackles. But, man, that dude, they balled out, bro. I seen him make a play. He caught the ball at his feet. They needed seven yards for the first down. Number seven for Alabama jumped on this man back. He carried that man four yards to the first down. I don't know how he did it, but just his determination to get that, to make that play, that was a huge play in the game, and nobody has been highlighting that play. And it's understandable because they had so many awesome plays in that game, but that play to hey, me—well, well—not to cut you off, but go
1: ahead.
0: yeah, he has, hes six <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole other type of running back. <laughs> yeah, he's nothing close to uh, uh Well, no, I was comparing it was right. To Jones Drew. Oh, okay. Yeah, it oh, okay. okay. was Elad cool. to Jones Drew uh, and Ray Rice. Not, 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 not the Alabama running back. I'm talking about the LSU running back. It was Elad. Alabama can't get too much press from you right now, other than the fact that they got their ass whooped, even though they only lost by five. But they got their ass whooped. So mm-hmm. that's, that's 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 a that's the most credit they're gonna get from me right now, and just highlighting certain level, you know, stuff they did. But it was Elad to me made the play that changed the game that gave them, that kept that momentum that they needed to have to make sure yep. that they won that game. Uh, but what was your takeaway from the game win. yourself?
1: Awesome game. Looked like it was going to be a blowout early. Alabama's too great of a team, too great of a program. to Let that happen. They fought back like they did. But for LSU to have the, the resiliency to put them away, when it did look like, okay, they gained gaining the momentum and it might get, you know. Kinda, kinda rocky, especially in that stadium in Brandon Stadium. I think that was big, man. I think that was huge for LSU's confidence, and just to get over that eight-year hump that they was under. I just think that was that was a huge, huge step for this LSU program as they try to capture their first national championship since like 2005 or something like that, right?
0: Yeah, something like that. It might have been seven. I think I think your boy won one. And yeah, because
1: it's seven. Yeah, I think that. Yeah, it might be seven.
0: Yeah, I think it's seven. Killed I'm not sure this. we're
1: gonna get killed for this. But
0: whatever. It's, it's, hey, it's okay. Um, it's been that long. We unqualified. Yep. And it's been that long, and it is what it is. We going. We going back to the ship this year, and that's all LSU fans should worry about. Um, uh, at least that's what I'm saying. Uh But two versus Burrow, man. Um. What's your, you know, what what was your takeaway from that? Do you think Burrow has put himself in the same regard as Tua as far as, like, draft prospect after this game? Uh,
1: Yes, I think Burrow solidified himself as probably the number two quarterback taken in the draft. I still think is going to go first, mm. but a simple fact, I got a fun fact for you. Do you know that Joe Burrow is 27 days older than Lamar Jackson?
0: I think I heard that. I think I heard that on on, yeah. on ESPN. Yeah, it's true. Uh, I believe Joe Burrow makes twenty three
1: in December, and Lamar Jackson won't make twenty three until January sometime. It, it's crazy to think that you know Lamar Jackson has been in the NFL for two years now, and Joe Burrow is a senior in college. And but with that being said, I think it's both. Even if the two is close in talent. You always go with the younger prospect because you feel like the shelf life on him is a little longer than what Joe Burrow is, and I feel like they are really that close with the way Joe Burrow's played this year. Like he deserves that consideration, and he's more likely to be looked at as a one one hit wonder too, though, because he didn't play nowhere near as well last year. But two has put together two two great years. He was a Heisman candidate last year, and this year he's playing up to par. So
0: that's why I lean to her, but Joe Burrow is definitely in the competition. Yeah, yeah, I I agree. Um, to even on a basically a half a foot or a half I an however you want mm-hmm. to call it, still went out there and balled out. He never, they never was out, out of the game. Like, even though he made he didn't play that well in the first half, he made up for it. Um You seen that fumble you had when nobody texted? You just was switching Hands with
1: mm-hmm. the ball, yep. he just completely dropped the ball, which yep. he would have scored on that play if he just held on to the ball. Like it's crazy. In fact, he came back from that to throw for three hundred and some yards and three, four touchdowns. Whatever he did,
0: he, he played. He balled out, man. He did. He definitely did. So this this game had a lot of implications on the college foot, uh, college football playoff. And so, they came out with the first, with the top yeah. five teams, and you got LSU at one, Ohio State at two, Clemson at three, Georgia at four, Bama at five. Now, the interesting thing is Bama has to play Auburn, and I think they got to play uh, – damn, who else they got to play? They got to play somebody else in the SEC. Well, they, they, yeah, they got
1: uh, Ole Miss this week, but, I no, mean, we're looking at top teams –
0: we got Ole Miss this week. You're talking about LSU, right? No, I'm talking about Bama. Bama got oh, Auburn and somebody else schedule. left on their schedule to play in the SEC. I forget who the other team is. but It's, it's
1: they, not a tough team, though. I did see that. I did see. It's not a not, it's a, not tough a real
0: team, tough team. But they, yeah. My question to you is, if Bama say wins out, do you think that they will end up being in the top four and making this playoff? And do you think that's fair? I don't know. I don't know if you remember, but
1: I told you on this show, I was like, I wouldn't be surprised if LSU goes out there, beats Bama, and Bama runs the table and have essentially an easier road to the college football playoff than LSU because they won't even have to play a conference championship today. I said that last podcast, and it's shaped enough to happen that way because if you look at the teams that's up, that Minnesota is undefeated, Ohio State is undefeated. They have to play
0: each other in the Big Ten Championship. So, one of them is going to be canceled out. You look at, who else? Uh, Georgia, that's up there, at LSU. They have to play each other in the SEC Championship. I think, I think Ohio State, State still got Penn State, too. And they just lost to Minnesota. But, you know, they was up there, too. To, they, they play Ohio State. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. They got
1: to so. play Ohio State, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, they're going to beat each other up. So, those... those all three of those teams, two of those teams are going to have one loss. And then Clemson's going to go. Clemson's going to run the table. They'll be there. Clemson will be there. LSU will be there if they take care of Georgia in the SEC championship game. Because I believe that's the only tough game left for LSU. Because they survived big gauntlet, which was Auburn, Florida, and Alabama. And I think what you will be left with is, Clemson, LSU, the winner out of the Big Twelve, which is I mean the Big Ten, which is Ohio State, Minnesota or Penn State, out of one of those things, and you'll be left with Alabama, bro. I think that's what's gonna happen. If Alabama is able to beat Auburn at the end of the year, which is always a tough game for them.
0: Right. So it this so this so and one of the best games I ever seen was uh Alabama versus Auburn that last game of the year when your boy ran that uh when Mister Phil the Mister goal and your boy ran that that touchdown that was that was that was a hell of a fire play but either way um, if LSU l- loses in the SEC championship are they out the playoffs I don't think
1: so
0: well, I, hope I think not. if they
1: lose if they lose Because Georgia, you're looking at it like this, Georgia is probably going to be the team that's there. Unless Georgia loses this week. Georgia has a tough game against Auburn, I believe, this week, right? I think so. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So, if Georgia is able to survive this and then then beat LSU in the SEC championship, then I still think LSU should get in. They deserve to get in, if that's the case. Yeah, I agree. I don't know if it's going to happen like that. LSU, I don't know gonna
0: happen like that. LSU clearly has the most imp- impressive resume of all these teams.
1: They
0: do. Uh, hands day. down. Uh, nobody has played uh, tougher challenges throughout the season than LSU, especially Clemson. But they're going to stay there, which is the crazy thing. But they did win a national yep. championship last year, so I guess they kind of have a place that they didn't kind of solidify. Yeah.
1: If you win
0: the national championship and you
1: come out the next year, don't
0: lose a game again. Like just, you can't. Yeah. You know. You know how that goes. Yeah. So I totally, I totally agree with that. I just think it's gonna be. And it's always interesting. Like I love this time of year when it comes to this because it's like, who's gonna make it and who's not? Who's in? Who's out? And Bama might actually make it in there, and I just don't think it's fatter LSU. For them to have to playing them again, dog, that is just not right, dog. That's punishment. That happened. That happened before. The year we lost the national yep. championship to them, we beat them. not six to nine, and yeah, yeah. And then we went to the national championship right. and basically got mud stumped, even though the score wasn't high because the defense. It was y'all just a defensive game. 50, uh, couldn't even cross the fifty. They didn't <laughs> have no quarterback to throw the <laughs> ball like that or whatever. But they didn't either. But they had Trenton Richardson and Trenton Richardson killed us, man. I remember I was L- at that game. That name on this podcast. Oh, yeah, I forgot. He was y'all, like, he was supposed to be like, y'all y'all running back to replace, you know, to, to fill the shoes of, like, Edger and James, you know. <laughs> Relax. You know, Dom.
1: Relax. <laughs> yeah, Joseph guy, LSU running back. Oh, yeah, that boy was solid.
0: Yeah, I I played a basketball game against Joseph Adai in high school. That was pretty cool.
1: Really? Huh?
0: Did you really? Yeah, my, nah. This is story time. Un, unqualified sports story time. Real short story. My high school ain't have no sports. But we had intramural sports. Ooh, this just make me so unqualified. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, I ain't know
1: your high school ain't have no sports. That's weird. I never seen a high school that don't have any sports.
0: It, it, it was focused just on education. Only, sport we had, only sports we had was uh, track and field. Or whatever. Like,
1: Bro, all right. You smart, smart. <laughs>
0: Probably in. Uh, I won't say so so much now, but probably then I was. Uh, but they took. Well, you should be smart, smart. <laughs> <laughs> I should be. Uh, but either way, they end up. LSU had a good team that year. Clearly, a die was playing. That was when uh, Swaggle, Shout out to Swaggoo, Uh, what is his name? What is his real name is? I can't think of his real name. I like the dude too. Brave from Bad Rules. But uh, You yeah, if you watch ESPN, you know who Swaggoo is. Uh, but either way. He was playing for them. They had a couple like uh, Cora Webster, all them boys. They end up coming oh, out of really high bad. school to play bas- play a basketball game against us, against the intramural all stars. And I made the team. Um, I ain't not know how I made what? the team. I made, I made the team. I, I had pretty good, pretty good court vision, and I dribbled the ball pretty well. So um, they put me in, a, in the game. I tried to do like a reach around and swipe the ball out of uh, Joseph die hands, but he real faster. Then he was way faster than me. He went to the goal and like did a three. I uh, did a windmill and then laid it up. He just ain't wanna. He ain't wanna dunk it cause he he was just playing around. He was like super athletic, like super athletic. Um well, he was showing off. Yeah, he was. Like he was. But um, it was them and the te- and the teachers from our school, and we ended up playing them in the game. And uh, it was pretty. It was pretty interesting. Core Webster dunked on my partner Hafiz. Shout out to Hafiz. I'll never forget it. Uh, so yeah, quick little story time about that. I did play, you know, I played against, you know, top NFL running back, you know what I'm saying? What? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? You know, one of the, one of the, one of the Colts greats, you know what I'm saying? I played against him, you know, basketball. Okay, I got a little more respect for you now. (laughs) But, uh, (laughs) no, that's wild. I thought that would have took down some respect for me. But hey, I appreciate it. So, before we get into these upsets and stuff that happened last week to get into our picks of next, of this week, we going to shift gears a little bit and move on to basketball. Nah, James Harden put a 47 ball uh, on a clip show last night. And they won the game handily. Uh, had a couple of little crazy things happen uh, towards the end. But I pointed out to you that he'd been balling in a pre, you know, production meeting. And you was like, he had a horrible shooting percentage. So, my question to you about James Harden is, is it all an illusion? Or is he really balling right now?
1: James Harden, man, uh, he's one of my favorite players in the league. I
0: I love the way he plays the game. So, my question to you is, is James Harden balling an illusion?
1: say it's not an illusion it's just he's not doing what everybody thinks he's doing because you look at the numbers the numbers 38 points per game he's averaging uh i think seven or eight assists a game it looks like he's really doing a great job and he is but he's playing inefficient and that's normally not him he's a very efficient player because he has mastered the new style of basketball, which is you shoot threes and you go to the goal. Like that's what you do. You attack the rim and you shoot threes. Those are what the analytics guy called the best best plays. And James Harden is a real good three point shooter, and he's really good at what getting fouled and going to the line. He had thirty points going into the last the fourth quarter of last night's game. He scored seventeen points in the last five minutes of the game which I think is crazy. And he really is struggling to gel with Westbrook, I think. Westbrook, last night when I glanced at the game in the third quarter, he was 4-for-15 at 10 points, no rebounds and two assists. He really struggled. And he's been struggling lately with the Rockets because I think he's trying to find his place in the offense playing outside of James Harden. Remember, this is James Harden team. James Harden is going to get his regardless. Right. So Westbrook has to learn how to become a second option in a sense, and he hasn't been that in a
0: long time. You know, since he played with Durant, of course. That's true. I, I understand that. Now I, I hear mixed reviews about them gelling or not. Uh, I think that's something they'll figure out. They haven't played with each other in the forms that they are in a long time. Like they, they, they right. weren't. They weren't the players that they are now when they first played with each other. So I didn't expect right. them to just get right back to that. Because, um, I mean, James Harden was off the bench a lot and played a lot in the fourth quarter, helped with scoring and stuff like that when they all played for the Thunder. And so now those roles are, I wouldn't say reversed, but they're just completely different um, from, what, from what it was before. So I agree with you on that. Um, I know, like you say, the, the numbers just pop, they eye-popping. I mean – I don't think uh, I think it's been they said over 50 years that somebody that scored this many points in the first I don't know 10 games or something like that. Um so he he, he he's making history like he was doing last year. He he went on a, on a run last year that was just like epic. Um and even had me saying he's probably one of the best scores we've ever seen. Um yeah. And I think that still holds, you know. It, it still it still holds up. Yeah. Um from what he's doing. So, my question is, now Now they started off the year very bad defensively. Well, before I get into this next question, what was your thoughts on what Russell Westbrook said about Pat Beverly not, not being a good defender? He'd just be running around. he <laughs> just be running around for it. What you thought about that?
1: I think he really believes some of it. I think, mean, well, he's a good def- We know Pat Beverly is a, really a good defender. But some of that he does do is just antics, and it's him running around doing a bunch of nothing, just making noise, causing confusion. But I did think it was hilarious that Russell Westbrook still feels that way about Patrick Beverly. Because let's be honest, it was Patrick Beverly who gave Russell Westbrook his first severe injury that he ever had in the NBA.
0: Yep.
1: And I, I gotta believe that there's still some resentment there on his on his behalf toward Patrick Beverly.
0: I'm pretty sure. I, I probably it probably be pretty hard for me to let that go too. So yeah. You know I need my legs to play basketball, and you cut into my legs and created an injury, and I had to have surgery. Yeah. So yeah, I'd be mad at you too, uh, for a while if, if you know if that, if that was the situation. Now that goes into this question because the Rockets are they, w- they winning a lot more than they're losing, and some people are starting to believe in them. Uh, you know, kind of like how they believed in them a couple years ago or a year ago or whatever. Are the Rockets Real contenders in the West?
1: Yeah, I think they're one of three teams that actually have a shot, along with the Lakers and the Clippers. The Rockets really are built to contend. It's a matter of them gelling, like you spoke about earlier, but I think they have a good big man in Clint Capella. They have shooters around Harden and Westbrook that they can kick the ball out to, but they got to commit defensively, man. I just haven't seen the level of defense that it's going to take for them to be able to compete at a high level consistently. I just haven't seen it from them. And I don't know if it's going to show up eventually. We know Dan Pony is not the guy that teaches defense. So I don't know if they'll ever have that. But as of right now, I have the Rockets as a contender.
0: Okay, okay. Yeah, I I've, I've been hearing a lot about that. I heard they've been getting better defensively and stuff. Uh so we'll see about that. Okay. So we didn't discuss these Rockets. They they should be contenders. Um that's in the West. Now in the East, the Celtics are the number one team in the East right now. Kimber's playing well. Uh Jalen Brown's playing well. Um Gordon Hayward did get hurt. Uh, he's out. Gonna be out for I think six weeks. He broke his hand. Um, and uh, Jason Tatum is playing well too. Uh, I think both of them. Jason Tatum and um, Jalen Brown are averaging like nineteen and twenty or something like that. So yep. like
1: Gordon Haywood was too. Gordon Gordon was averaging twenty.
0: Right. So twenty and five. He got hurt. So you got they they got a really good team. Um. And what I was saying before, this is the Celtics that I wanted to see last year with Kyrie. So, that leads me to my question. Was Kimba the answer to the Celtics' riddle all along? You know, is 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 he the piece that they were missing to get them to the promised land? I don't know
1: about the promised land, but <laughs> I, I definitely think he's a better fit for them than Kyrie was. And I think it simply comes down to him being a better leader than Kyrie was. Like mm-hmm. I really don't see Kyrie as a great leader or, or a guy that really wants that that type of role. I think he had it. He's seen he wasn't fit for it, and now he, he really don't really don't care for it no more. Which is which played into the decision to go to the net with Kevin Durant, somebody you know that's an alpha that can be an alpha dog, which was an alpha dog in OKC, and wanted his own team. So that's why he left Golden State, because he knew that was Steph Curry's team, and no matter what he did, it was never going to ship. So that's why I think uh, Kimber is much better, because him and Kyrie's play style is very similar. But the attitude, I think, is different. He embraces the young guys. Kyrie kind of didn't want to do that. He, did, he didn't want to – he just wanted to get his. Kyrie's been that type of guy for a while, which is why he didn't want to stay in Cleveland with LeBron. Because he he thought he wanted that type of pressure. He thought he, he seen LeBron do it and and figured he could do it. Cause LeBron probably made it look easy, but he's seen it's a lot more difficult, especially when you got high expectations like that Boston team had last year, and he let them down.
0: So yeah, that's definitely true. Um, I think I think like you said, it bought it. It really just boiled down to the intangible things. Because I mean, I wouldn't say Kimba is quite the. The dribbler that Kyrie is, or the shooter that Kyrie is, all the finisher that Kyrie is, but he can do those things at a very efficient rate, and he can, you know, if you close, you know, close your one of your eyes and kind of squint the other one, you you would think you're looking at Kyrie on the floor, right? Um, but at the same time, it's the things like you say, the communication, the leadership. Then where he's coming from, Kyrie coming from a championship environment, losing in the finals, then moving forward. Kimba coming from an environment where he's underappreciated. They don't necessarily want to pay him. That he's not on necessarily the best team. They squeak into the playoffs here and there, but they get bounced in the first round. I don't really understand success. I want to learn success. I want to learn winning culture. So he wants to absorb those things. Kyrie felt like he kind of already knew those things, and he wanted to implement those things. Kimba just kind of came in being who Kimba is. Kyrie yep. kind of came in being molded into what he had became. So it's a little, it's a little different. Um, I'm like I said, I'm kind of mad that they playing the way that I wanted them to play last year. But shout out to them, man, because uh, I'm, I'm happy for Kimba. I'm happy for Jalen Brown. I'm happy he finally cut that that uh that that high top off. Uh, happy for Jason Tatum. Uh, I'm not, I'm not happy for Gordon Hayward. I, I I know they'll be better even with Garden Hayward there with – I just hate that he, you know, he's suffering another injury. He's going to be out so long. But uh, I think their team is, you know, going to be a really good team. Now, I still don't know if they're going to go to the finals or not. But I think that makes for the East to be a little more interesting because they seeming to be a lot better than what – a lot better, a lot faster than, I guess, what I thought they would have been. I thought they was going to be good, but I didn't think they would be gelling this fast, and I think it's working out pretty good. So, you know – First, we can't talk about the NBA without talking about the Lakers or LeBron James. We can't – damn sure can't talk about the Celtics without talking about the Lakers unless the Celtics just do some type of crazy scandal or something where they just got to top the show. And we probably still going to talk about the Lakers. So, without okay. going any further, let's talk about these Lakers and how they just dominated Golden State. Now, granted, this is a – like I said before, it's an injury tick. A different Golden State. Huh? Sucking, sucking all the blood all the lifeblood out of out of uh, San Francisco's Golden State team. But um, we didn't have any AD last night, um, but we still dominated the Warriors. Uh, LeBron James was asked after the game something to the effect of how does he feel about playing this Warriors team. And he said he doesn't really feel any type of way about beating them because they beat him without Kyrie Irving and Kevin Love. Which I thought was Petty James, but LeBron Le, Le Petty James, but he that's that's who he is, um, and they don't they don't take no they don't take nothing off his back because they make sure they give it to him too. So I think it's kind of interesting. Yep. But um, no AD, no problem. Um, how are the Lakers looking to you? Do you think do you think LeBron is going to be one of the front runners for MVP this year?
1: Um, I think. He may. He got a shot. I think he's trying to get Anthony Davis to MVP. To be honest, but Anthony Davis' health issues may keep him from getting it. Mm-hmm. But I know LeBron Le- Le is currently doing something he has never done before, which is leading the league in assists by a lot too. By like a assist and a half, he's averaging eleven assists a game. The next person I believe is averaging nine and a half. It, it, it's it's crazy, man. The way he's playing right now, I think it's been a while since we've seen LeBron play at this level. Because he he just basically took last year off. He knew his team wasn't going to play wasn't going to make any noise because they just didn't have the talent. Let's just be honest here. But this year, he's back in that in that form. where he's he's looking serious. I believe he's got a shot at the MVP.
0: Yeah, I agree. Uh, I agree with you too about the AD thing. I think he is trying to get AD. That I think knowing AD's history, I think it is smart. I know you you kind of confirmed it with me about him sitting out the second of back to backs and stuff like that. If he got a shoulder, <clears throat> we, we hate for him to end up having to be have a situation kind of like how Paul George had. Um, if he needs rest, give him his rest, especially if you want to invest in him for the long term. Uh, so. I, I would i would let if he wants to rest especially like i said he he might end up being the face of the Lakers in the next five years you know let yeah give him give him his rest you know preserve him as best you can um into this season just to keep him as as healthy as possible but i mean they still haven't lost they they lead they lead, they the top of the west right now They the front runners and I think it's gonna probably remain that way for the remainder of the season we're gonna see what Paul George is like tonight but it's gonna be just Paul George, no Kawhi Leonard. We'll see what the Paul George making his de- debut tonight. Yeah, he makes his de- debut against the Hornets, uh, not the Hornets, against the Pelicans. But I want to say this too: uh, Brandon Ingram been balling, bro. What I
1: told you, I still stand on Brandon Ingram being better than uh, Tatum, oh, and, uh, Tatum and Tatum and Jalen Brown.
0: Mm. he been balling. He put up two forty-point games in the last four. <laughs>
1: He averaged 26 this year.
0: He's balling. He
1: is. He, balling. He's the real deal, man. And what I wanted to say about uh, before we left this topic, I wanted to talk about a uh, shout out to Kyle Kuzma. These last two games, he had 23 last night, I think 25 the night before that, where he hit two threes to put the game away. Kyle Kuzma is back. He finally, he's healthy. He's got his legs up under him. He's ready to play, man. He's playing like the guy that we expected him to be. We need him to be the the third option after LeBron and A.B. And it's starting to look like he's becoming that. He started in place of Anthony Davis last night. And at this point, I can see a real scenario where they figure out a way to put him in the starting lineup because he's just playing almost too well
0: to come off the bench. Right. And defensively, bro, I think – in defensive defensive efficiency, they number two in the league. The Lakers, the LeBron James. LeBron yeah, they lock,
1: Lakers. They locking up. <laughs> like what? That's one thing. They could, they could always talk. They they, they criticized Frank Vogel saying he was the third, fourth option at coach. But one thing he always did was have good defensive teams. If you go back to those teams in Indiana with Roy Hibbert, Paul George. He, he, they always did play great defense. And I knew he was going to bring that to the Lakers. The only thing I was worried about was the Lakers' offense. But they, they seem to be coming along just fine. They playing throwback basketball, man. Two big men on the court. Uh, a true traditional center out there at all times. And shout-out to JaVale McGee and Dwight Howard. They're playing phenomenal
0: basketball. Bruh. They are, bro. I was just telling you, the first play of the game last night, right after the tip, right after JaVale McGee tipped the ball to LeBron, he sprinted to the goal. His man didn't follow him. LeBron, from half court, well, maybe two feet over half court, through the lob, five seconds into the game, they got two points. Five seconds into the game.
1: Look, no, don't think it's a coincidence. The two people LeBron had the most assist to all year last year was Kyle Kuzma and JaVale McGee. That's two people that, coincidentally, is back with the Lakers. They play well with LeBron, bro. They feed well off him, and Dwight Howard is looking as good as he's ever
0: looked. Yeah, he is. With Dwight Howard, I he, mean with LeBron, James. And he don't have no like like I heard him saying today. He don't, They don't have expectation in him. Like the the world don't have expectation in Dwight Howard. We just he just there, but he balling. He about to start having the expectation because he playing so damn well, but. Outside of that, nobody gave a damn about where Dwight Howard played, if he was going to be a good pickup, how well he could play defense, if he still had it. Nobody cared. They even had him basically on a game-by-game contract where it's like, if you mess up, you gone. You know, like, and he ain't did nothing but average two blocks a game. <laughs> like, right. <laughs> like, right. Like, like, he getting, what, seven, eight rebounds. You know, he, he I think he had 15 and 12 last night. Like, the man had a double-double. Like, <laughs> like, Who you talking about? Like Howard, huh? Didn't he have like didn't he have fifteen or something like that last night? Oh, did he? Have- yeah, yeah, yeah. Fifteen. I think he had fifteen and twelve. I
1: think he did have fifteen and twelve. 15 I know JaVale 20? McGee had JaVale McGee had eighteen or seventeen or something
0: like that. So, I mean, like you say, bro the Lake the Lakers gonna be and they they are the longest team in the league. Which I knew I, I like I heard somebody else say it, but I was thinking this too. I was like, damn, they they gonna be like buying them in Gasol with Kobe it's it's that type of mold in a sense of I uh, didn't I didn't hear that but that that's a good comparison cuz it's like you got these two trees in in the paint at all t- at all times. You got two people in the paint who can defend the paint very well all all the time. And then you got LeBron playing better defense. You got your, you got some really good wing defenders and, and and point guard uh defenders. So I mean you they going to be
1: out
0: there locking up. Easy Bradley looking good, man. Shout out to him. Yeah, bro. But, you know, we're we going to see. I, I I look forward to this NBA season. Uh, speaking of locking up, one thing I didn't lock up for long was my spot on top uh, of these picks, <laughs> right? <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't lock that up for long at all. So How the mighty have fallen. <laughs> so, one week. So, it's funny. <laughs> It's funny how I was like I was really on my ghost stuff last week you heard me and uh, i didn't realize sh- I had, and ended up getting shot i <laughs> didn't realize sh- i had like six seven different personalities and all of them came to shoot me at one time so so i i didn't realize that's exactly this was right. going on and I set myself up I should have knew the foreshadow because I was talking too much trash I was basically saying Wait, too much. i was basically saying you know i can't be stopped no one's gonna stop me and I should've what? I should have known better, because every time I talk trash, something go wrong. I talk trash to Ant in fantasy football, I lose. Tell Ant, I have much respect for his team, and good luck this week, okay? So that's all I gotta say about that. Oh, you play him again? I play him again this week. And I will not have anything bad to say about that. Listen, listen to humble forever. <laughs> May the best man win. Uh but one of the reasons, and I'm not I'm not making excuses, because technically, by numbers. It was just a bad week in picking in the NFL. Um, Shot yeah, yeah, outpicked me by three this week, but he only got six <laughs> games right. I, that means I only got three right, which is horrible. Right. So, right. This, but this is why it was hard to pick. Depending on how you look at upsets and underdogs and people that should win and stuff like that, your list might be a little different. So, I kept the Cowboys off, not because they my team, but I think that they was probably more of a, less of an upset i think a lot more people probably either had that even or maybe had the vikings on uh with the edge so i didn't pick them but you could add them too if you think that that was valid but if you go with it atlanta beat the saints who saw that coming nobody titans beat the chiefs of course another ray charles moment blind to that nobody saw that coming miami beat the colts another upset pittsburgh well no Seahawks beat the 49ers. Now I picked that game, but damn, if you watch that game, you know that was a hell of a game, and it was went down to the wire. It took missed field goals, bad refereeing, man, almost interceptions, almost interception. It took everything that could go wrong or go right or whatever to make to end up having an outcome to that game. At one point, I thought they was gonna tie. That's just how crazy that game got. Then you, yeah, got, I, did. I did. I thought it was gonna be tied too. Yeah. So then you got. Pittsburgh beat the Rams, even though Pittsburgh been on a the roll. They just not as good of a team as the Rams. It just was one of them things. Well, well, Pittsburgh not gonna beat the Rams, but they did. Shout out to Mike Tomlin. Cleveland beat the Bills. Bills six and two. Cleveland two and six. Bills got the edge. No, they don't. They lost, and like they lost, lost. So it's like. You got all these teams that upset other teams, and they only had 13 games last week. That was six games that I listed. So that was almost half the games who was more likely to win. They actually That, that team actually lost. Um, so it was a crazy week in the NFL. That leads us into the to tonight's game, where it's Pittsburgh versus Cleveland. Now, Cleveland, we don't talk about as much as we probably, as the other media outlets do, because they ain't really been too much to talk about other than the fact they've been losing. And they finally won the game last week, like I said, against the Bills. But Pittsburgh on a on a on like a tail right now, and uh, they face Cleveland tonight. Now, an interesting stat that I've heard on more than one media outlet today is that every time they fire Browns head coach, it's because they lost their second game of the season. It's not because, but it's after the second game that they've lost to the Pittsburgh Steelers that season. This game, we can just start out. We're going to start off our, our picks with this, but we're going to talk about this game a little bit. Pittsburgh and Cleveland isn't necessarily pretty on paper or like this marquee matchup, but it's a pivotal matchup, a lot for Pittsburgh, because this could have a lot of playoff implications. And same for Cleveland, because if they don't win this game, if they have no chance of even sniffing the playoffs at all if they lose this game. So, what do you think is going to happen tonight in this game? How do you how do you see this game uh, working itself out?
1: I see it being a, a defensive game. Pittsburgh's defense is looking scary right now. They're getting pressure on the quarterback and Minka, uh Fitzpatrick is just playing crazy right now. Uh, he a new. Star cost candidate for defensive player. Of the, year, the way he's playing right now, that's true. I think he has five interceptions, like three humble recoveries. He has two defensive touchdowns. Like he's just playing out of his mind right now. And I think this is going to be a defensive game, right? Like he said uh, a while ago. Dallas yeah. Garrett has, I think, ten sacks, something yeah. like that. And I do, I do expect those guys. TJ Watt over there in Pittsburgh and Miles Garrett over there in Cleveland to get pressure on both teams' quarterbacks. And this is like I told you, if Mike Tomlin was able to pull this off and go to the the playoffs with this team, this would be by far his biggest accomplishment besides, you know, the Super Bowl, of course. The biggest right. accomplishment and, and testament to how great of a coach he really is, because he's finding ways to win games with no talent or way less talent that he had in those years that he did go to the Super Bowl. So this is gotta be a big one tonight, man. Cleveland has to start fast. They started fast last week. They got a touchdown. Jarvis Landry finally woke up from the dead. I think Baker Mayfield remembers remember he had two good receivers and not just one. So if they find a, if they find a way to get him involved early, I think that'll be real good for the team and their confidence right now. Well
0: I think that'd be good for the I think that'd be good for Jarvis and Andrew confidence. But Odell Beckham's still in the coma somewhere because he ain't he don't get the ball in no accurate spots. He's still really not scoring. I think he, he on a path to be the had this be his worst season of his career. He only got two touchdowns on the season. Hell, Minka Fitzpatrick got the same amount of touchdowns as him. Uh and he played defense. So and who's to say he won't get another touchdown tonight? He might have more. He by the end of the night, he might have more touchdowns than. Um, it's, it's certainly possible because Baker Mayfield throw twice as many interceptions this season than he throw touchdowns. So, wow, it could it could easily happen. Um, but I kind of I I kind of yeah. feel you on that. I think it's a must win for them. Again, I just. It's hard for me to have any belief in Cleveland at this point, and I was high belief in them at the beginning of the season. I just I – th- yeah, I see that. One thing I noticed about this year more than any other year, as far as a collective in the NFL, coaching matter way more than talent, way more than talent. If you're yeah. a good coach, that's going to that's hold over you just being a, having a talented football team or you just having talent on your team. I mean, hell, even with Miami. Miami has won two games straight. And I think it's a lot more to do with the way they're being coached compared to the amount of talent. Because they don't have a lot of talent on their team. But they win, They didn't win two games. And nobody even expected them to win probably more than one game. Um, and then you got, on the other hand, you got a team like Cleveland, who is extremely talented on paper. I mean, they got some of the best of the best on their team. And they two and they what three three and eight now I think or three and no three and seven I think or something like that. So Cleveland, yeah. What they? They three and six. Three and six. Three and six. I'm sorry. So they three and six now. So they still have an opportunity to to make a run. Uh, I just don't see it starting tonight. And if it don't start tonight, I don't see it happening. And it's supposed to be the easy part of their schedule. But so you going pick very You just losing Yeah, I'm I'm making my pick. You know, you say I don't make enough of my picks first. So I'm making my pick first with this one. And I'm going I'm going the Rams. Even though they're playing Cleveland at home, it's a short week and all that stuff. And that normally favors the home team. But that I think the uh NFL players are starting to get a little more accustomed to Thursday night. Because you've been seeing a lot more close games on Thursday night, last year, and the years yeah, ago. Yeah, man. It was blowouts. It was ugly. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, my first pick, I'm definitely going with uh, Pittsburgh. Who you got for your first pick? This, uh, I mean, for, for for this game. Well,
1: like Eric said, y'all, uh, when I picked different from Eric, I, I was winning. And Cleveland was one of those teams I picked to upset the Bills. I'm going to go with Cleveland again to hold it down for me. Good pick. I'm going with Cleveland tonight, man, to chop Pittsburgh and get a win out there. They needed more than Pittsburgh. So I feel like I think if they beat Pittsburgh tonight, then they both will have the same record, I believe. Uh, Pittsburgh is 4-4. Pittsburgh Pittsburgh is 5-4. Oh, okay. Well,
0: yeah. Too very temperamental dropping drop in there. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going with uh, Don Pease man. The Don Payne. Baker. i come out here playing like little dog. That's too very disrespectful. Baker, about to come out here playing like Betty Crocker. That's what Baker. i to come out here playing like. Uh, <laughs> ah, ah, the Steelers. <laughs> y'all need to holler at Colin Kaepernick too. That'll be a good place for him to yeah kind of come into. I play. didn't even think about that, but yeah. I just thought about Baker it. <laughs> so okay. So, definitely so we got the Falcons who upset the Saints last week are going against the Panthers in our next pick. Who you got in this one? I'll go first again. I got the Panthers. They didn't already set Cam Newton down. That's not a problem anymore. I'm going Panthers. I see I know the Falcons probably feeling themselves, but I think they get they get drunk off that of that that winning high too much and I, I just don't see them doing that again. Yeah,
1: I I can't see the Falcons beating the much as I would like the pitch against you, I'm
0: not going to do it this week. I mean, I'm not going to do it with this game, I should say. I'm going to Carolina, too. All right. Bills-Dolphins. Divisional, I'm Bill. Divisional game. I'm good with the Bills.
1: I'm not about to overthink this. I get hyped up with Dolphins. Lead. Dolphins beat us with Brian Hoyer and quarterback. And Brian Hoyer is terrible. Thank God the said sure to be back. I'm going with
0: the Bills, man. Come on, Buffalo. Yeah, I'm going with the Bills too. I don't see the Bills dropping. An, uh, they dropped that one last week, and it's almost understandable. But they can't lose. They can't lose. Now it'll be something if Ryan Fitzpatrick have like one of them uh, revenge games against the Bills because you know that was his first team that he played for. But um, yeah. But it'd be, like, the smallest little things they'd be having. Like, I think somebody's birthday was this past weekend, and they balled out. It'd be, like, the <laughs> smallest little stuff. It'd be, like, yeah, he used to play there. Then all of a sudden, they got, like, this career game and all that. Like, this shit be crazy. Excuse me, but it'd be crazy. So, uh, I'm going with the Bills, though. I- I'm not going to even stumble with this. Okay. Nah, this now, this this is actually a funny game. Cowboys-Lions. Now, you know, I've been, I've been riding the Lions Uh, waiting for the longest. I ain't, I ain't riding this week. I'm going Cowboys.
1: Uh, I'm going with the Cowboys, man. I don't know, will Matt Stafford be back? It don't even matter. I'm thinking the Cowboys anyway, because I just feel sure, like the Cowboys
0: got a better team, than you
1: know? them. Plus, the Cowboys is coming off the fat L. I know
0: they're trying to get that taste out, they know. Bruh. So, I expect them to go in there and beat. Yeah. I, I, the, I don't think I don't think Matthew Stafford is playing this week. He wanted to play last week, but I don't think he's going to play this week. I'll be surprised, especially with like uh, fractured vertebrae and stuff in his back and stuff. I, I, I just, I just personally think he probably needs to sit down for the rest of the season just to preserve his career. He might, yeah. He might. Um, Broncos, Vikings.
1: We got Minnesota, man. Minnesota had a down for me last week that big win over them Cowboys. I'm going back with Minnesota again, man.
0: Well. I kind of feel like the Bron- I, the way you feel about Miami, I feel like kind of like that about the Broncos. I just don't see myself really picking them in any game. Not that I just dislike them or I they just that trash, but I just don't see them being like victorious. Every time they win, I'm surprised. So, uh I got to go Vikings. Vikings clearly have a better team. Then they just beat us, so I got to get them they just do, especially against a team that seems to be a lesser of a team than them. Um and this is an interesting one. Nick Foles is coming back. He got the Jaguars Colts, at the Colts. Colts, 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 Colts. Got Colts, I got the Colts.
1: Not too.
0: doing that. I got the Colts. Too. we not
1: gonna do is act like Nick Foles matter.
0: Well, what I am gonna do Nick? is act like Jacoby Brissett was uh, almost in the MVP uh, running at the beginning of the season, and exactly. I think, I think he's coming back, and I think that's what the Colts need. To get over uh this little slump they are in right now. And what why not get over this slump against a division rival? Um But I do expect Nick Foles to play ex- extremely well in his game. I just do. I don't know why. I just think he's gonna come back and gonna play well. Not well enough. I know about extremely well. But he'll play. Shout out shout out get to D. Westbrook me. and DJ Chalk. I need y'all to ball out. I got y'all on the cover of my fantasy team. I need y'all to do something. Um, uh, you know, since Nick Foles back. Uh Saints, Buccaneers. I got the Saints.
1: Okay, you when know, we Saints drop uh two games back to back to so two teams, they really have no business losing. so I don't care if it's a division game or not. But we still should beat those teams. The Buccaneers.
0: The Buccaneers always figure out a way sometimes. Well, they don't always, but a lot of time they figure out a way. They don't always get swept by the Saints. They
1: beat them once last year. They beat them once last that's year. true. First game of the season.
0: And the Saints have a big injury on the offensive line. Uh, What is his name? Oh, uh, Lord. Uh, so, Andrews Peak. Andrews Peak. So, that, that's, a, that's a big loss, but I think, I just think that they're they going to get out. I think they're going to out-coach them because they, they barely squeaked by Arizona. And I just, and the Saints had just played Arizona the week before and dominated them. So, yeah, uh, yeah, that was game back. Yeah, yeah so um, I ain't gonna lie. I think the Saints just gonna gonna get them in that. Okay, another battle of the garbage: BFI versus uh, Pelican, uh, Jets and the Redskins. <laughs> Ooh, I'm going with the
1: Jets, baby, and
0: That almost made me pick. Not, not didn't not pick the Jets. Uh, but I just don't feel right picking the Redskins, especially because they're not gonna let Case Keenum play. Uh, it's gonna be Dwayne Haskins, and I just I don't know enough about him. I just don't for me to be like, yeah, they can pull off this upset. So and then they defense so porous now, nah. and then I don't know if over- it's just so much, it's so many I don't That's know. A funny it's porous yeah, like To describe somebody defense. <laughs> it's horrible, like, you, man. So, um. I just, it's so many question marks with the Redskins, you know, if I knew if Trent Williams was going to be playing and stuff like that, and, you know, they, because they coming off a bye, you know, coming off a bye, you know, that's, that's the time, um, you say you got the Jets, you know what, F it, I'm going Redskins, gotta take a chance, might well take a chance, these garbage teams, at least I won't feel as disappointed, uh, (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, right.
0: The all the kids, they literally do just
1: a dumpster
0: fire. You can go any kind of way. Like, you right. don't have no expectations for y'all. Right, right. So, that's another one that I picked. Oh, I wrote out. Let me change this. I wrote down the wrong thing on other, your other uh, Um. Okay, so the next game, Texans and Ravens. I'm going to go with the Ravens
1: just because of my disdain for the Texans. Not really
0: because I feel like they could cut a better team than the Texans. I just take the Texans. Well, I was gonna pick the Ravens, and I had been on the fence with this because I was like, "Damn, who's gonna win?" And I'm like, "I don't know who to pick." And I was like, "I'm gonna pick the Ravens because they playing at home." Then I'm like, "Deshaun Watson, just that dude though." So you know, I don't know who I should go with. But I'm going. I'm going Texans, bro. I'm going Texans on this one. I think the Texans go into uh, Baltimore and get the upset. That's what I think. going I, okay. I think it's gonna be a great game, but I just, I just think that Deshaun Watson is gonna prove that he the one need to be being talked about more than, than your boy. And I think he going I think he gonna do something spectacular in that game. I don't know what it's gonna be, but it's gonna be something like. Something better than getting kicked in the eye and still making the pass blind. Now, you know, I don't know that's hard to beat, but I think he's going to do something like that again. Yeah, I don't think he's the top guy that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think that would be the be. <laughs> Well, next game we got the Cardinals and the 49ers. Yeah, the 49ers. 49ers coming after loss. Tough,
1: tough loss. I got to go with him, man.
0: Yeah, same here. Um, Cardinals playing playing a lot of people tough right now, but uh, I just got – didn't they just pick up somebody? No, 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 they didn't pick up. I think, no, they got Ken Drake, but uh, outside of that, I thought they got somebody. But, yeah, um, Cardinals, I think – Like David Johnson's back, there I seen him back last week. Yeah, but he just ain't playing good, man. Like David Johnson – You don't think that remember to that Cardinals line? Well, of course it got a lot to do with the Cardinals' line. But King Drake going out there balling. So, I don't know. It's I don't know. I don't. I, I, I ain't about to pick them. But, you know, I just think that they're going to be – I think over time they're going to end up being pretty damn good. Larry Fitzgerald still out there. and people. Crazy. But, um, yeah, I think I think they're going to end up being good. But just not right now. Not against these 49 Uh Bingos Raiders. I'm going Raiders. I'm gonna go first on this one. Ain't no discussion. To you gonna Raiders. Wait, you said you said Raiders
1: and who?
0: Bengals and the Bengals.
1: Oh, I thought you said Eagles. I oh no no
0: Bengals. No. I'm sorry. Oh,
1: no, I'm going the Raiders. Bengals, Bengals. Yeah. Bengals really might not win a game this
0: year. They might not. And then Tua gonna go there and he's gonna get demolished. That's sad. That's so sad for him, bro. Feel bad for him. Already yeah. it ain't even happened yet. Uh, Patriots, definitely <laughs> curly. Right, Patriots, Eagles.
1: man. coming and loss.
0: No way did you drop this game. Yeah, I, uh, I learned my lesson against picking against Tom Brady. And I don't like the Eagles. So, the Eagles need to lose, especially since we lost last week. Eagles need – I need the Eagles to lose. So, let's don't go. Don't
1: ahead. worry. <laughs> it's not a, another team you should rather have on the job. Yeah, I, look. Not a better team to have on the job. If you need a
0: team to lose,
1: then I'm in
0: the ring. Uh, Pats all day on that one. Now, this to me is an interesting game. Bears-Rams. A four and five team I against a five and four team. I got the Rams. Yeah, I got the Rams. I, I got the lie. Rams. I think it's interesting though. Nobody believes in the Bills. Nobody does, bro. You believe in Mitchell Trubisky yet? It's it's a battle of bad quarterbacks this week, bro. Yo,
1: Golf is playing like trash, bro. He had negative three plays I dropped him. Bro, if you look okay. the quarterback, he's there. I
0: dropped him. He's there. Yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. Nope. Sean McVay ain't looking too good right now either, as far as his genius offense. Yeah. They didn't caught up with him; they caught up with him fast. Yeah. Um, so because if he's such a genius, he will still be able to produce with any running back. He wouldn't have to necessarily yeah. need Ty Gurley to be that to be this great offense. he will still be able to produce because you see it happening. You see it happen with Pat Mahomes and them all the time. every running back Andy Reid ever had always was good, no matter who the quarterback was. If they played, they played well. They put up numbers. Hell, I don't know if you remember, like Chuck Hendrick West. Remember? Remember when Jamal. Yeah, for the yeah, for the team. yeah, like that man got hurt. That man had Alex Smith as the quarterback. And he had Chuck Hendrick West as the running back. And Chuck Hendrick West yeah. was putting up twenty point fantasy football games. Yeah. <clears throat> Balling. I remember that. So Um, the coaching. You know, we we gonna have we Sean McVay, we're gonna start questioning you, B. (laughs) You about to start getting a lot of questions. You better get it together out there. McVay on the hot seat. He he ain't on the hot seat, but he gonna have he all that innovativeness that he has, he better start putting it to work. Uh cause it ain't looking too hot for him right now. Last game of the week. Monday night football, Chiefs. At Chargers. Divisional game. Normally played pretty tough. Chargers finding ways to lose, and the Chiefs are, too. (laughs) I don't know what's going on. (laughs) I don't know what's going on.
1: I know, man. I'm going with the Chiefs, man. I got to go with Pat Mahomes. He's still, right now, probably, if not the best, top three quarterback in the NFL right now. So... I'm gonna go with the Chiefs. Uh, credit to that great mind, Andrew Reed, that we spoke about earlier.
0: Yeah,
1: I'm gonna, go with, I'm gonna go with those guys. I think I just trust them a lot more than I trust the Chargers.
0: Right, I agree. And uh, shout out to Damian Williams for finally acting like he's starting running back again. I appreciate it. Uh, I'm Yeah, like what was, what was up with him for like a four or five weeks span or something like that? Then they did this whole uh LeShawn uh what this man why I can't think of it. LaShawn McCall I think. Uh I don't know. He was on rest last week. But Damon Williams since he came back from the injury he didn't seem to be that good but now they seeming to kinda of give him a the bulk of the snaps again. Uh, but I got I got the Chiefs. You know, I didn't already kinda of ex- uh express my disdain towards the Chargers and Phillip Rivers and what he what what he bring to the table at this point in his career. He just not looking that good. Um. So, I, I'm just he. I don't know. He's just not looking that good. So, I just think the Chiefs are, like I said, a better team. Um, funny that we only really have one really, really, probably really, really good football. But the funny thing is also that a lot of these teams we pick probably gonna lose these games because it's just the of the season. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm talking about the ones we picked right. t- together. How many games did we pick different on? We picked three this this week. Last week we picked four. This week we picked. We we have an average of picking like two or three. Uh, normally right at three that we pick different from each other. So it's the Cleveland game, the Jets game, and the Ravens game. Ravens and uh Texans game. Them are the three games that we pick separately from each other. So them are the three games that I'm gonna keep my goddamn eye on because last week, like I said, I talked too much trash. Went down, I didn't got the it didn't tie back up, so as 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 uh humble arrow would like to say, you know, good luck to you this week, sir. Um, and, uh, wish you the best, and um, may the best man win for this week. Uh, still got a few more weeks in the season, so it's not over with for either one of us. But no, nah, I don't want shake hands. Nah, now we gotta
1: just talk trash. Nah, I tried to look. be. I tried to be hospitable. No, you didn't. And you spit. No, you and didn't. you
0: spit in my face. No, I didn't speak in your face, but you damn sure wasn't hospitable.
1: <laughs> you damn sure. I was. You I'm damn sure wasn't hospitable. hospitable
0: at all. So, treating me like trash. Okay. Well, oh. uh, like I said, I won't be talking any other trash about this. Uh, I'm tempted to say something else about something else, but I'm gonna just wait and let it. Cause uh, as soon as I say something, it's gonna go do wrong. I feel what
1: I Do I feel unqualified? I humble these these ninjas. I humble them. That's fine.
0: Yeah, very humble men. That's, a, that's no, no. okay. I will. I, I have a feeling that I will bring some humble pie to the table for you to consume as well, my fine sir. So that's okay. Ha, ha, but either ha. way, either, either way, either way it could go. That's going to conclude our show for this week. Again, we always, like always, we appreciate you guys listening, tuning in, supporting, the, supporting the show. Y'all be blessed.